It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Monday episode, and I am so glad you have chosen to join us today as we continue on our series. This is our last week, Christmas for the Hurting. This is our last week in this series, and I trust this series has been a blessing to those of you listening, to those of you watching. Now, if you are watching, of course, last week we did have just a bit of a technical problem, so we apologize for that, but this week we are back and we are rolling. And of course, for those of you who listen to the podcast, you didn't notice anything at all, so that was good for all of you, but I'm glad that we are back. So we are looking at this series, Christmas for the hurting. You know what we've been saying throughout these few days, throughout these couple of weeks, is that Christmas is such a time of joy. Christmas is such a time of celebration for so many people around the world. Those of us of faith, we remember this ultimate truth that God stepped into our world at Christmas. That's he didn't know not that we know the exact day he stepped into our world, but that's what we remember on Christmas Day. We remember the humility of our wonderful savior that he willingly became a baby. He became a man, became a baby, grew, suffered, died to save us for our sins. And as we remember this precious birth of Jesus, it is such a celebration. It's also a time of family, it's a time of togetherness. For many it's a time of gifts and giving. It's such a time of joy, but that very joy also makes us a time of grief for many people because we remember those that we've lost. We remember good Christmases and good times we had with loved ones who are now gone. And as we remember those things, it can cause grief. Of course, for myself, for my family, I speak from personal experiences. My wife and I we lost our firstborn son, Caleb, a little over three years ago now. He had a heart condition. We had no idea that he had, and then he, uh, and then he passed suddenly. And that, and that, of course, caused that first Christmas to be so different. How can we celebrate without him there? Now, we do have two younger children, and by God's grace, we did do our best to keep it a time of joy and hope for them, but we discovered how difficult it can be. And I know many of you can relate to this. It, for most of you, of course, it's not it's not a child in that sense, but it could be a spouse. It, it, for many of you, it could be a parent. It could be a sibling, a close friend. Christmas for the hurting. And what we've been saying for these two weeks, and now this is our third and final week, is that Christmas itself, although it might be a time when you feel that grief, it also is uniquely situated to minister to you in your pain. it's you, The message of Christmas uniquely meets you right where you are because the message is this, God is not separate from us, but he came down. He became one of us. Jesus humbled himself. He became a baby so that he could save you, so that he could comfort you, so that he could give you peace, grace, joy, what a wonderful Savior we have. And one of those words I used just now is the point we're going to continue on today. As we talk about Christmas for the hurting, today I want to see how Jesus became your peace. Jesus became your peace. Jesus became my peace. What a wonderful 
Savior. You know, we're going to get to this ultimate concept of peace. Now, the ultimate message of peace, not just as an outside concept, but as a reality of what we all need. Every single one of us watching, me, myself, everybody who's ever lived, we need peace with God. You see, because of the sin of mankind and because of the sin I committed, because of the sin you committed, we all became God's enemies. We all are on the outside looking in to the family of God. God's holiness, God's justice demanded perfection. Only those without sin could enter the presence of God. So thus we all had sinned and we were all the enemies of God. We were all destined to be outside his covenant and subject to his wrath. That was the destiny of each and every man and woman who ever lived until Jesus stepped into our world, until a child was born in that manger, until he stepped into time and became our salvation, until he became our peace. Like we said last week, peace is not just a concept. Peace is a person, and that person is Jesus Christ, and that person is our wonderful Savior. Jesus became our peace when he stepped into our world. Romans 5.1 puts it this way. Romans 5.1, a great scripture that talks about the manner of our salvation. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace with God through Jesus. We have been justified by faith. What that means is I'm justified. I'm made right in God's eyes, not by what I've done, not by my good works, not by, you know, doing enough things to, to get on the right ledger and balancing my good deeds and bad deeds and coming up a little more good. No, I made right with God through faith in what Jesus did. And the moment I believe in him, the moment I say, yes, Lord, I believe, Jesus becomes my peace. He justifies me. He gives me peace with God. And for those of us who live after the time of Jesus, we look back to what he did. We are justified. For those saints, those great men and women of God under the old covenant, they were looking forward to what Jesus did by faith. They were justified. But we are justified through faith, and Jesus gives us peace. When we believe in what Jesus has done, his good work is credited to us. The good things he has done are put in my account. Even though I have done nothing right on my own, even though I deserve death and punishment, I am credited with the perfect life of Jesus. Through faith in Jesus, we find peace with God. The child who was born in that manger brought us peace with God. And friends, if you don't know him yet, if you are not yet a believer in Jesus, he offers you that peace as well. In this Christmas season, in this season of joy, in this season when we remember family and love and sharing and giving, don't remember the real message. Don't remember what the family and the love and the giving and the joy, what they, what they all are echoes of. They're all echoes of the true gift. God sending his son to die for our sins. They're all echoes of the true joy, being in the presence of God forever and ever. That time with family, it's echoes of the true family of God. Those of us who have been redeemed and bought with the blood of the lamb, who will be in his presence forever and ever. The feast you may have is an echo of the marriage supper of the lamb when Jesus returns and takes his own to him. All of these joys we experience in Christmas will be fulfilled in eternity 
If we have put our faith in Jesus, if we have said, Lord, I believe, justify me, save me, let me be justified by faith, he gives us his peace. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.